Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. And if the Hoppy's ambassador doesn't miss a trick, Heels, uh, he's straight in on the text line. He's in the uh, the running for the uh, the family pass to Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary. He said, uh, great to see Spieth and McElroy back on track after struggling for quite a while. So Spieth wins uh, at Hilton Head this week and McElroy with that sensational finish second at the Masters. Uh, you're right, mate. Yeah, they've been out of uh, out of sort of the, the real thinking and the real talk of uh, winning tournaments for a little while now. But they're back on track uh, and love the wildlife on uh, SENQ. <laughs> so he's, he's snuck it in. The the Hoppy's ambassadors pl- pushing hard for the uh, the giveaway tickets. The um, uh, Asafa Omiya from the Hurricanes who got three weeks. Kazi Bro just came back. He, he thinks it was in a in a mall. Um, so defending, not Ooh. not not an accidental okay. head contact watch when you're attacking. All right, you know, as I promised, straight after the 8 o'clock, have a guess who we've got on the show, Heels. You know I One know. of the legends. What are you asking mm. me that for? It's great. And not only that, he's seen the light. 152 games mm. in the NRL. And he's moved, the NRL he's moved to Queensland. Yeah. yeah. Gary Freeman, a very good morning to you, mate. <laughs> I thought I might get another start on, on radio or TV if I moved up here. So well, the, this is a pretty good start for me so far after 12 weeks. Yeah, there's, a, there's every chance. Well, Very tough up here, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry where I come from. It was pretty tough too, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah, man. So, I mean, what's the reason for the move? You, you bring the family up to the guy. The, the, well, I know the reason. Cause you, you want to get to the best state in the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are a few things that are a little bit different up here. I can tell you that, Paddy, that's for sure. But look, the biggest thing is um, we, we got uh, uh, our sons up here and, and his wife and granddaughter and my sisters are all up here. It's all families up here, mate. And my yeah. parents just down at Dunna. And, and when they had the floods, I was quite lucky, mate, because uh, just on the Gold Coast, I drove down to my dad's place, probably ripped out probably 60% of his uh, stuff out of his house to uh, throw that on the side of the road and Saw what all the other people have gone through at the same time, mate. So got a clear understanding on how bad it was. Went through ocean shores, went through there and saw devastation. And uh, next couple of days, probably going to go out through Lismore through my work um, and see a few people out there and make sure they're all right too. But, uh, yeah, mate, uh, that was pretty um, horrendous uh, what everyone went through, whether in southeast Queensland or in Brisbane or whatever. But, uh, mate, that, that, that mud is just it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's Terrible. confronting, mate. It, it really is. I mean, I, the Heels and I had it relatively easy. We live over South Bank Way, and I mean, there were there were places affected. But I think you know, a couple of the car parks around our way still they can't get to them yet. They're still untouched. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's all yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mate. I, 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 just one thing: we, we had some people come help 
um, myself and my family and my dad and all that sort of stuff uh, down in Bellingham and they just come up the, off the side of the road, just walk in the house and say, what do you need? How can we help you? My people were so friendly and so willing to help. It was just, it was amazing, mate. It was so good to see yeah. that everyone was just jumping in and helping each other uh, and didn't matter what state you're in, they were there to give everyone a cuddle and uh, um you know, just to just let them know that we're here to help, mate. It was it was it was fantastic. Oh, well done, Aussies. Excellent. Hey, Gary, that work you talked about when you, you t- are travelling around that area—it's in the hospitality game. What 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 are you doing up here? Yeah, mate. I uh, I work in the um, industry with all the clubs and casinos and uh, all that around Australia. So uh, I've been doing that for a while since I when I played football when I actually started at Balmain and uh, kept the job going, mate. And uh, yeah, it's a tremendous job. Great people to deal with the hospitality, and now I sort of like looking after you know uh, Twin Towns all the way down the coast of Ballina and out the Southwest Rocks and just a few other venues at the same time just to help the the company out, mate. And uh, yeah, that's all going pretty good, mate. It's, it's not a bad job, I can tell you that. I haven't bought a beer in about thirty years. is <laughs> <laughs> like that too. Did you play with Jimmy Jack? Did you play with Gary mate, Jack? Jump, jump. Oh, no, no, no. no. Proper work. This is proper work. This is not Chelsea. This is proper work. Hey, now listen. I know there was roosters and Penrith and Eels, but I reckon you remain a Balmain boy at heart. You would have been just thrilled to see for Michael Maguire and Co yesterday with that result with the Tigers getting up over the Eels by a point in in one of the most exciting finishes we've seen for a long time. Oh, mate, that was probably for me the game of the round. I sat there, watched the whole thing. Um, I, I thought with around about five minutes to go, they would have set up for the drop goal and they put a couple of long grubbers in and the other, the other side got a set of six against, seven sets against them, seven set, uh, tackles against them. Um, and I just thought, well, why, why are they doing this? Why aren't they setting up earlier? And then Hastings did it in the last second. It was great to see him because, mate, you know what? The poor kid's had an absolutely horrid time throughout the media. He's copped an absolute caning. Anything he does... He gets you know put on the front page or the back page, and I, I trust me, I know how that feels sometimes. Um, you know, and that to me, um, it just showed you how tough and resilient the young kid is. And you know, the best part about it, at the end of the day, when I do the family had the photo with them, and to me, that's what it's all about. That's what you play for, mate. It's your family to show them that. You still have the ability to play, and uh, Patty, you know yourself. I I changed a couple of times due to a, a couple of coaches, but uh, <laughs> you know you you want to make and show for people that you can still play and do it through your play, not not necessarily your words. I think they've been great this morning or after the game yesterday. They they didn't have an attitude of you know see you know it, it was like move on. Like, we're very very happy. Yeah. We're going to celebrate this one, and we know we have got a big challenge next week. Mate, yeah, like five in a row, um, and win a game like that. And you, you saw Michael Maguire in the box, mate. How happy was he? Yep. How happy? Mate, that's what you want to see. That that's living in the moment of of coaching or, or as a player and having that win. Um, you know. I don't think I've had that many players, even when I did score a try, jump on top of me. They were just doing high fives. High fives back in those days, Paddy. It's still high five and then, you know, get back and get ready for the next play. But it was tremendous to see, and, and they deserved it, those lads. I've I got to say, mate, um, it, it was fantastic to see. I, I, was, I was so, so happy for, for Madge and the team because they've worked. Uh, they, they should have won a couple of probably games earlier, and they just didn't. They just made a few errors, and, Geez, they showed some resolve yesterday, didn't they? That was yeah, great. Yeah, it was fantastic, mate. And I mean, I reckon every league player, every league fan would support you. I mean, they they hate to see 
sides down and get kicked. But as I said right at the start of the show, uh, especially a bloke, uh, as good a bloke as Madge, because everyone seems to love him. Everyone that's had contact with him, whether they be journos or players or fans or whatever, they all like him. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. I think the big thing about with Madge, when he blows up like probably Craig Bellamy <laughs> in the box, it's like, they're like twins, aren't they? they yep. he, I reckon if you had a photo with someone dropped the ball, they'd still pull the same faces, <laughs> slamming things down. And, you know, but that's, that creates that aura about them and why they have been in the game for such a long time and what, why they command so much respect and, and probably the, the commitment from the players to make sure that like, you know, he's doing all he can. Then once you go on the field, you know yourself, when, you, when a football team plays, when it goes across that white line, mate, you don't know what's in a player's head sometimes. I can tell you, I reckon there's a lot of coaches who know what was in my head, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, Talks, you know, you, you've had everything. You, you know, you've had controversy and you've had the coach, Alan Jones, in the <laughs> early 90s that oh. brush you for Brian Smith, basically. And, and, and you know, yep. what what are you most proud of? The two grand finals, Canterbury and Canberra, that epic. Uh, what, what are you most proud of in your playing days? Oh, it, it, the crazy part about um, all the things that I had go against me, uh, the resolve to come back and play. Um, and there was a few things where in 89 where I got suspended for a while and uh, I was pretty disappointed. I was actually going to chuck the game away. Um, and then, you know, I, I went to training and I'd probably train every day by myself because yeah. the players were doing their stuff. And uh, and then to win the, the Dally M, the first Kiwi player to do that was fantastic. Um to play for my country was was great to captain and then go on to coach them. Yep. Even though I got sacked at the end, it was all right. It was not too bad. <laughs> I still managed to do something when other people did. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, but just to play in this competition back in, back in those days was a dream come true for any young Kiwi kid aspiring to play rugby league. Because I've got to remember, a lot of the games when you play in Australia and New Zealand, probably 70% of the side probably come out of New Zealand. So... Right. Yeah, we were only just, we were, I don't think we were even semi-professional. I know that, I think we used to play the match, used to get a cart and a beer. Jeez, I had to play some, play some good games. Those days. There, was a lot of guys up, there was a lot of guys after a cart and a beer, that's for sure. And you won the Dally M. <laughs> you got a pallet by the end of the year. But, mate, the crazy part about it, I think the Dally M that year, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the year before they got a car and some money and all that sort of stuff, Kiwi wins it, I, got a, I just got a trophy. I'm still waiting for my car from the NRL. <laughs> Hey, listen, you know, as Heels mentioned, you're part of a couple of great... That, that 89 grand final is in the annals, oh. as we as we all know. Uh, but what what do you think is the biggest change, you know, from, from playing in those 80s and 90s to the sort of football we were seeing now? We were talking earlier, you know, I've, I've got to work every Tuesday in particular with Webke and, and Gilmister, who just hate wingers with a passion. And, uh, and the, you know, basically... The, the the athleticism of the wingers and the and your back three oh. these days is is amazing. Is that one of the biggest changes? Oh, without doubt. I, I, I don't think there were too many wingers running at the two players you've just mentioned. Say so, like winger in. I know Russell Grant Gartner's a good mate of mine. We used to say winger in. He goes, oh come on guys, don't please 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 not 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 today <laughs> against the South Sydney side. <laughs> but Russell, one of the tough weights, you know. Um, and you just knew that if you went down the middle of the ruck, there was. There was I think the big thing with the game today, there are a lot of players who are getting hit uh, a little bit high, but not high enough to constitute a penalty, but they are getting penalised because the referees are under so much pressure. Um, so, you know, they've got to be... They're so scrutinised. I think the biggest change is 
back in our day, you could actually have a chat to the uh, to the ref and tell him how if he was making mistakes or he made or he gave away a penalty that he shouldn't have. You, you'd just go and remind him. But mate, you couldn't do that today. You'd be shot. Yeah, It'd be crazy. And yeah, it, but look, it, the big the back three, uh, they just roam. They play so much football. Um, yeah, that, that's probably the, one of the biggest changes. But I, I still think the interchange um, should come down. It should come down to probably four. Um, and I think okay. if it gets back to four, I think you'll see the, the game slow down. I did mention this to the NRL when I was working for Fox, that one of the biggest changes they should make uh, is the, the interchange because it's too many, too fast and the players can't keep up. Yeah. You know, so you know, if we're going to really try and talk about protection of players and all the rest of it, bring it down to four and stay out there for a little bit longer. Yeah, and, and, and let the, the, the creative players like yourself a, a little bit of licence later in the game. I agree with you exactly, exactly. Well, the big thing about it, it and, and this is nothing wrong with the game, but they, they seem to be playing, um, most teams are playing the same way. They, if they don't play the ball out the back and get them on the edges, they don't get them anywhere. You know? And I think if you slowed that, that interchange down and you had that, those players on the field a lot longer, those front rowers and, and, and that, that you do have an opportunity to use them as an attacking weapon to get the ball over the other side to try and score a try. So that, that's only my view. Like, you know, they might say they're trying to protect the players. Or else there's plenty of protection. I think players are a bit frustrated the way that some of the, the calls are going against them where they probably shouldn't be penalised at all. Mm-hmm. And and then maybe manage their workloads week to week to week. You know, that they mightn't play every game or as long as they did. Well, I, I don't know if you can train five days a week or six days a week every single day for mm. eight hours and come out and play your best football. I, I, I don't think they do that. Um, but, you know, at some stage your body does get tired and, and, and even if you're an old bloke like me, um, you know, I, the, the fitness level that they're at is, is unbelievable. But at least when we played, there were a couple of guys who may be carrying a little bit extra weight that yeah. at the end of the game you might be able to get around <laughs> and make yourself look a bit better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, you talked about the, the percentage of the Australian team that might have been New Zealand. You know, you, you've forever put your mind to what might be able to be done for New Zealand talent, especially young talent. Have you come up with any solutions? Uh, I, I, I had a solution when I was actually coaching and uh, they, they implemented that in New Zealand. They had the 16s and 18s competition start over there. Uh, we then had the best 16s and 18s come over here and play the Howard Matthews and SG Ball, which is another option for the kids that play in a, a better competition and, or harder competition, I should say. Um, the only problem was that most of the Australian scouts were turning up and trying to steal all the players. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so the New Zealand Rugby League didn't look on that finally. Uh, and then we, we managed to get them, Taz Bacheri and myself, managed to get them in the Arrival Live Cup, which was fantastic. And they got, I think, to the semi-finals in the first year they were in it. Uh, but then they uh, pulled out after that. So there were a couple of things. I did hear you say one thing. I think there should be a New Zealand liaison bloke over here that when a kid does come to Australia that we do make contact them when they arrive and where they play and stay, you know, just be in contact with them and, and show them the great parts about playing for New Zealand, yeah. coming to New Zealand. So, you know, I, I still, I've maintained that for a long, long time. Uh, nothing's happened with it, um, which is a bit disappointing because there's some great Kiwi players that are still over here in Australia on the Gold Coast, like myself, or down in, in um, Sydney, that could actually do the job for them pretty easy. Yeah. Hey, um, I, look, I agree entirely, mate. I mean, it's it's all about keeping the international game as competitive as it possibly can be. 
Well, mate, look at what um, Samoa and Tonga have done, mate. They, yeah. they, 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 the players want to play for those those uh, national sides, you know, through their families and all the rest of it. And the same with New Zealand. You know, we we have a lot, a lot of great players. And, uh, you know, I, I think that over the years, we've, there's a few players that have actually played against us, against us. They should have probably played with us. Um, but, you know, at, at the top end, we've, we've got to start something now. Uh, not next year or the year after. It has to start sooner rather than later and we need to go and knock on the door of these kids and let them know that we want them to be part of the Kiwi family because yep. that's what it is it's effectively when you play for New Zealand Good stuff we've got Daryl from uh, Kingaroy who's sent through a text he's an avid uh, listener recently watching a replay of the 89 round 22 match Balmain v Penrith in which G oh, Freeman played halfback for the Tigers and uh, <laughs> Benny Elias Opened the scoring by taking a tap and promptly kicking a field goal for a one-point lead. Uh, Balmain went on to win at 33-6, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, that's an unreasonable. I, 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 I remember that, Benny, doing that. And I think the other 12 players looked and went, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What was his answer? And, and, <laughs> and mate, he just made us get us on the board. Up. I felt like then we... Oh, anyway, so he did do that. He had a great game. I think in that game, Brad is absolutely flattened, Benny, with one of the best tackles that <laughs> you've seen as an opposition player. As you do in those days, picked up the ball off Benny and just sort of like left him there and said, oh, can we play <laughs> on? But he, he was a little bit more injured than we thought. Uh, and I think, I, I think in that game, Mark Geyer and I had probably the biggest verbal confrontation of, of ever. I think he... Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty full on that game. It was it was a great game. Good stuff. Great game. I do remember that. Hey, it was great to talk to you. We're running out of time. We're getting no towards worries. the end of the show, mate. Fantastic to, to have you on the show, and welcome to Queensland, mate. You've made you've made the right <laughs> move. Believe right me, now, Gary. <laughs> mate, mate, as long as the sun starts to come out, boys, it'd be great. <laughs> See you, lad. Yeah, be right, yeah. Gary Freeman, one of the legends, uh, living in Queensland now. Uh, Forty-six tests, one hundred and fifty-two NRL matches. Captain coached his country. Great stuff. And we need to take a break, and we'll be back with more in a moment. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.